0: Hey friends! (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying something new. Yeah. Hey friends! I I like it. It's Crystal. And Alita. And today, we
1: are going to talk about Yellowstone. You guys, I have been so excited about this episode. It's, oh, I'm so excited. Yay! Yes.
0: Alita has her kind of sweet, kind of Beth Dutton shirt, um, rocking it today. Yes. Shout out to Lisa Carver. And your earrings
1: are beautiful. Thank you. I meant to tell you that earlier. And I'm looking yes. at your. You your... actually gave me that. Yeah, I was like, I think I gave you yeah, that. This Alex <laughs> and Annie bracelet. Yes. And my turquoise ring. Turquoise and ring. These, my earrings and my ring came from Momento Metal with Victoria Tillotson. She's a good friend of mine that does jewelry in New York but I have bought so many turquoise pieces from her after this this show and
0: Longmire. I've like fallen in love with turquoise. So, the thing about turquoise, I feel like there's there's a right way and you are definitely rocking the right way. Thank you. Like it's it's never been my go-to, yeah. but it looks really good.
1: Like you've got really good pieces. Thank you. I've been the same way. Like I've never really cared for it, mm-hmm. but like Recently, I'm like, oh, I want to buy off all of the turquoise pieces, but I want to do it like sporadically, Sporadically in my outfits. Not, yeah, not how- too
0: much. Yeah. Well, I really so, like your outfits. Thank it's really, you. really cool. Thank you. So let's get into Yellowstone. Whew. okay. <laughs> Where to begin?
1: Okay. So the creators of Yellowstone are John Linson and Taylor Sheridan. This show first aired on June 20th, 2018. Mm-hmm.
0: And I had read an article about the show before it even premiered, and I honestly, I wish I could remember if it was Time Magazine, or Newsweek, or maybe even National Geographic. I can't remember, it was one of the three. And I was all in. I was like, yes, I am going to watch this show. It has Kevin Costner, who I love. I have loved him since The Bodyguard. I'm getting chill bumps. Like, <laughs> I know. Why do I get chill bumps when we talk about Kevin Costner? Because <laughs> it's Kevin Costner. I guess so. So I read about the show. It sounded super cool. It was set, it's supposed to be set, like, on the, I guess, the outskirts of Yellowstone mm-hmm. National Park, which holds a very special place in my heart i've been there twice it is amazing it is phenomenal it just blows you away and so i was i remember being like yes this Super is gonna excited. be the show and i've watched it every every episode up until now yes. so
1: so i have never wanted to go out west ever <laughs> i've been telling you for years i know it's like a turquoise thing i'm always <laughs> late to the game always even like Every show I'm always late to the game. I didn't like the office until like five years after and then it's it like, like oh, Yes. It yes. Ended. Yes. I'm she all- has found the office. I am always late to the game. And that was the case here too. I only got into this maybe like a month and I a half ago. Yeah. And my sister really wanted to watch it and I caved. And I'm like, okay, like Crystal mm. said it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so in love.
0: And now I really want to go out west. I'll so. take you there. We will go. When all, you know, when everything, well, yeah, I don't think anything's ever going to be back to normal. But when, when we're able to travel again, yes. Yellowstone. Yes. Yes. I
1: am like dying to go now. Yes.
0: Utah, Wyoming,
1: Montana. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. excited. Yeah. Okay. So, you guys, the new season will begin on June 21st on the Paramount Network, which I believe is channel 241. And it will start at 9 p.m. And for those of you like me who are late to the game and have not caught up on this show, they will actually be airing season one from June 15th to June 19th on the Paramount Network from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. So those days, super soon. Yes, coming up. Yes, it starts Monday, and I think it goes through Friday um, of next week. Mm -hmm. We're or we're recording this on the Thursday, is it? Thirteenth, yeah. yes. Okay, so um, they will actually have a season two marathon too on um, June twenty first from eight a.m. to six p.m.
0: So it's a great opportunity to catch yes. up because it's so long between seasons. Yeah, and you kind of forget sometimes what. What all happened? I mean, there's some there are some moments that you cannot forget. But. Well,
1: absolutely. And listen, I've watched the series like twice through now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once just binging it, and the second time you catch things that you never caught before. Right. And it's like I was rewatching an episode for this recording last night, and I caught something I had never noticed before.
0: Yeah, and this is another reason why we're doing this episode because. We, we want to discuss everything about the two seasons and get prepared for what's going to happen next. Yes, and we want you guys' feedback, so please reach out to us.
1: Yeah. Okay, this show, the setting is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, as you were talking about, it was actually shot in both Utah and Montana. And in my notes, I literally have, the scenery is absolutely
0: gorgeous. Mm-hmm.
1: Breathtaking.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah.
1: It is. So, do you want to go into kind of a summary of what the show is about?
0: Sure. So, <laughs> the the short summary that we can give you, because there are so many storylines and things going on in this show. Uh, from Wikipedia, John Dutton leads the Dutton family and controls the largest continuous ranch in the U.S. This TV series sheds light on land developers grabbing up huge tracts of land in the West and the issues and problems that still plague, uh, reservations, Mm -hmm. uh, the National Park Service territory and the problems that go along with that. And the problems that go along with borders, people hunting, cattle, John Dutton is fighting multiple enemies. And I say enemies like air quotes because depending on what side you're on yeah you know who's in the wrong but anyway so he's fighting against multiple forces when it comes to preserving his ranch and his way of life and this show follows his family as well his aggressive cutthroat daughter beth who we both love love. (laughs) because she is so mean (laughs) she is a badass she is uh his youngest son who kind of just wants to live a life for his family Uh, His middle son, who can never seem to please his dad enough and doesn't really know his place. His ranch foreman, who he took in at a very young age, who was kind of like his adoptive son. And then, of course, the people in their lives, the ranch hands, the the land developers, the law enforcement. It covers all of those pieces, Mm -hmm. and it just makes for a really dynamic show. Yes, and I want to add here, the writers
1: did... A superb job of making such complex characters. Oh yeah! Because you will love them in one episode, hate them in the
0: next, and then love them again. Yeah, and wonder what their motives are, and like, why are they doing that? Why would they do that? (laughs) Yeah. And you, I mean, honestly,
1: it's like we'll get into this more later, but like certain characters and their dynamics with other characters it will either make you love them or like hate them, but Mm -hmm. then you see them with someone else completely and have a completely different mindset about that character. Mm, They just did an incredible job.
0: Oh, yeah. So you want me to talk about the actors? Yes. Okay. So, of course, we have Kevin Costner. He plays John Dutton. You know Kevin Costner. He was in Dances with Wolves, The Bodyguard, Field of Dreams, Robin Hood, Waterworld, Draft Day, more recently, he was the voice of Enzo from Racing in the Rain. He played the voice of the dog. Aww. Yeah, and that's a super good movie and book if mm-hmm. you if you're interested. Uh, the Highwaymen, Molly's Game, and he was also in Hidden Figures. According to IMDb, he owns a huge ranch outside Aspen, in Colorado, and his favorite genre uh, is westerns. Oh. So, this is like, right, this up was his like alley. right up his alley. I think he also, in the postman, I think he did his own riding. I think he rode like every every shot of him on a horse is him, not really? like a stunt double. Yeah. Then we have Luke Grimes who plays Casey. Luke Grimes, I wasn't super familiar with him, but he's a beautiful man. He <laughs> is <that. laughs> He was in Brothers and Sisters taken to he, he played a small role in True Blood, and I think he was in, like, the last season. So, like, the last season of True Blood was kind of ugh, all over the place, but I kind of remember him. He was also an American sniper, and he played Elliot Gray in all three Fifty Shades movies. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Then we have Kelly Riley, who plays Beth. She is your all-around bad <laughs> woman, and she is actually English. I know. So yeah, if you watch any of her interviews, you're, you're I'm blown away. Yeah, because she does she does an amazing job with the accents. She does. I will say, like in the very
1: first episode, I'm like the accent was a little bit strange. Strange. But then the rest of the series, like the rest of the series, has been I would Spot ne- I would
0: never have known. She may have just she might have just had to get into a rhythm. Absolutely. You know? you know, I first saw her in Pride and Prejudice. She played Caroline. Bingley, do you remember? Mm. She was well. She was mean. <laughs> that's kind of a that's kind of her <laughs> kind of her thing. Yeah. Um. But she was great as as that character. She also played Mary Watson in the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. and okay. Jude Law. Yeah. She was also in Flight. She played Nicole opposite Denzel Washington. Flight was a really good drama. I've never seen that. So, Flight was, Denzel Washington was a pilot, and he was drinking, but then his plane, like, malfunctioned, and he had to land, and he saved a bunch of people, Uh but then he had to go on to, like, a a hearing because of what happened, so it's a good movie. Uh, more recently, she was in the second installment of True Detective, which is a series that I love. She played a badass in that one as well, in that series. And I don't think she had an English accent in that series either. She was like, I think it was set in like Los Angeles. So, Okay. She was also in the movie Eli, which I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Then we have Wes Bentley. He plays Jamie. So Wes Bentley was Ricky Fitz in American Beauty okay the kid watching the bag yeah and that you know so i did not realize this until looking up his information but i i was like oh oh yeah 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 but he was of course much younger and we were much younger when that movie came out so he was in soul survivors that was like a copy of final destination <laughs> uh ghost rider with nicholas cage he was in gone he was seneca crane in the hunger games yes that's what i remember yeah. him from that weird little goatee, goatee, yeah, facial hair thing. Uh, he was in Interstellar. More recently, he was—he's been in many installments of the American Horror Story okay. series, which I love. And he was also in Mission Impossible: Fallout and The Best of Enemies. He—we'll mm, talk about him.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Cole Hauser plays Rip. Again, hoo beautiful man. It's such a different. He's so different compared to Casey, but he's yes. that rough, Listen, like cowboy. Listen, that cowboy can
1: take me away any day.
0: <laughs> the old Dixie Chick song. So Cole Hauser played Benny in Dazed and Confused. That movie came out in 1993. Holy moly, 93. Yes. <laughs> 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 he was I love that movie but yeah. I did not realize it came out in 93 but anyway he was Billy in Goodwill Hunting he was in Pitch Black he was Ray in this movie called White Oleander and that movie well you have to read, read the book yeah the book is amazing the movie is amazing I, I did not put I really, it was like I was seeing him for the first time and I did not put two and two together until reading his his biography on IMDb. He was also in The Family That Prays, Chronicles of Riddick, A Good Day to Die Hard, and more recently he was in the TV series Rogue and Running with the Devil. So I remember him from The Family That Prays. I remember because
1: you watched that. And yeah. I sat here watching Yellowstone and I'm like, I know this man from somewhere, mm-hmm. but... He didn't look like that. He didn't
0: look the same. No. Right? Blew me away when mm-hmm. I figured
1: it out. It's yes. so crazy
0: how people can change and then like change their personas as well. I mean, I guess that's what yeah. makes them good actors. So. Yeah. Kelsey Asbiel. Asbiel. Asbile. And see, Edit. I'm like, my,
1: <laughs> my southern accent, I just want to be like, Asbel.
0: Yeah. Kelsey as Asbel. But it is
1: spelled differently. Yeah. Um,
0: she plays Monica. She's been in a lot of TV series. She was in One Tree Hill, Pair of Kings, Teen Wolf, the, the new Teen Wolf, the mm-hmm. MTV, I think it was MTV. Yeah. She was also in Run the Wine of Summer. That's in my notes. I hope that's the right title. Full of Grace. So something that I want to point out about her, about the actress, she was in a movie called Wind River. And it's an excellent movie it focuses on the darker parts of the west and the severe poverty and the issues of missing women out on native american reservations. It's a very powerful movie. Also stars Jeremy Renner and it also stars Gil Birmingham who portrays Thomas Rainwater on Yellowstone. Okay. Yes. And so another another piece of information that I want to bring up is Taylor Sheridan, the creator of Yellowstone. He wrote the movie Wind River. Really? Yes. So I had never... Um, I think I wa- we watched it... Oh, I can't remember when. But it's an excellent movie. And it really makes you realize that things aren't... Things aren't good for for certain populations. Yeah. And um, it's just a very powerful movie. And I, I recommend to anybody, they need to watch it. Because it sheds some light on some things. And it's very interesting to see. So... Going to Gil Birmingham, who plays Thomas Rainwater, he has Comanche ancestry. He played Billy Black in Twilight. Mm-hmm. He was also in Wind River, like I said. He's been in several TV series, TV movies. He's done quite a bit of voice work. He was in Skins, Gentle Ben, Dreamkeeper, Love Ranch, Rango, The Lone Ranger. He was in this awesome movie called Heller Highwater that also starred Chris Pine, Jeff Bridges, and Ben Foster. Have you ever heard of it? Uh-uh. Well, Hell or High Water, Taylor Sheridan, also wrote. <laughs> so, you know, Taylor Sheridan seems to have a theme with Western-type movies, but Hell or High Water is an excellent movie, and it's also another one of those movies that kind of shift your... Who are you rooting for? Are you rooting for the law enforcement side? Or are you rooting for the people who are, you know, robbing the banks or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a very interesting dynamic. And I think he's, like, very talented at that, like you were saying before with the complex characters that he's yeah. written in Yellowstone. More recently, Gil Birmingham, he was in Animal Kingdom and NCIS Los Angeles and the TV series Siren. Then we have Jefferson White, who plays Jimmy... I love our, Jimmy. Our bumbling Jimmy. He's so dumb. You can't <laughs> so help but love him, though. And he has been in a lot of TV series as well. He was in Manhattan Elementary, How to Get Away with Murder, Blind Spot, House of Cards. More recently, he was in a show called The Alienist, which is a really cool show, Uh it goes over the kind of like the birth of psychiatry and criminal uh, profiling oh, in okay. the early 20th century. So it, it stars, oh man, he's been in so many things and I cannot remember his name, but he's the main guy. But then it also has like characters like Teddy Roosevelt because it's set in New York at the, oh, you know, okay. in the early 1900s. So it's a very interesting show. There are so many other supporting characters, but of course we run into this problem all the time with movies and TV series. There are just so many actors and we don't want to spend all our time talking about the actors. But I do want to point out, Ryan Bingham, who plays Walker. Mm -hmm. So he was this, he got out of prison and they pick him up and they take him to the ranch and he's like part of the ranch now. Yes. Right. He was the one that always wore like suspenders. And he plays the guitar. Yeah. And he sings. Well, I was introduced to his work because he is an art he is a performer. He's an artist. I was introduced to his work through the movie Crazy Heart. Now this movie also stars Jeff Bridges, and Jeff Bridges portrays a fading country music musician. And Ryan Bingham co wrote and performed many of the songs in the movie. So if you like you your the movie may not be your cup of tea it's not for everybody because jeff bridge's he i mean the character that he portrays is not really a likable one mm-hmm. but it is a good story in my in my opinion but the music is so good and if you're a fan of old country music you definitely want to listen to the soundtrack or watch the movie because it's to me it's really good. And it kind of flows with the type of music that we've heard on the show. Mm-hmm. Some is a little bit more modern, but it still has that old country feel, I guess. Okay. Say. When I looked up his information, it seems like he pretty much plays a performer or singer in any show that he's in. Ryan Bingham, yeah. Not so he he's definitely super talented. Then we have we have Danny Hudson who plays Dan Jenkins. He's an all around bad guy actor. Like <laughs> He's been he's been in so many different movies. Uh, a couple of things that you may recognize him from. He was General Ludendorff in Wonder Woman. He was the X-Man in American Horror Story, Stryker in the X-Men Wolverine movies. Did you ever watch Thirty Days of Night? I haven't. Okay, well it's this creepy vampire movie with Josh Hartnett. It came out a long time ago. But he was the creepy vampire Marlowe and it was just really he did a good job being super creepy. <laughs> Then we have Neil McDonough. He was Malcolm Beck, the recent oh, okay. villain yeah. type, you know. He was Robert Quarles in Justified. He's been in many TV series. He was in Red 2, Bad Country, Arrow, and DC Legends of Tomorrow. I want to talk about Dave Annable. He played Lee, who was the older brother that was killed in the very first in episode. In the very first episode of the season, which I did not see coming. I don't think they talked about that in the article that I had read. So when I watched the show, I was like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. And I really I had to look through the cast of characters, of course, because he didn't really get top billing because he was only in one episode. But he was in Little Black Book. He was in Brothers and Sisters. He was in What's Your Number? And more recently, he was in the TV movie, Heart of Life.
1: Huh. I really liked him mm-hmm. in Yellowstone. I wish that we could have
0: seen his character
1: develop kind of develop. develop. Yeah. Well,
0: and I guess he had to go because that starts off... Because I guess he was picked by John Dutton, by Kevin Costner's mm-hmm. character... I guess he was the first choice to take over when... Yeah. And so with him gone... It kind of throws everything Everything is in chaos because he's thinking, who am I going to leave my legacy to? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have for the actors. I know there's many more. I just, you know, I don't There's so many. Yeah. So many. Okay, so I want to take a second to
1: talk about the music. So Mm. the theme song is composed by Brian Tyler and I love this theme song. Uh-huh. It's so good, you guys. So, a lot of the music is Western. I, yeah. I don't even know that I would liken it to country music. No,
0: it's, it's, it's not really that kind of feel. Not what you would think of as country pop. No. Definitely
1: not. And my sister has a word for this, and I wish I could remember it, but she is very much into this music. Mm-hmm. And so... She has something that she calls it, but it's very Western. It's not or, our country Western that we're used to. It
0: could be, like, I would think of alternative or indie type yeah. country. You know, it, it just doesn't really fit into a genre, in It's my not. Opinion. It's not, it definitely is not Nashville
1: country. Oh, no. Something that I absolutely love is the fact that they use a lot of artists that aren't super big yet. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. And my sister is actually, she loves Whiskey Myers. She's been listening to him for a long time. Okay. (laughs) Again, I'm always late to the game. Um, (laughs) Tyler um, Childers, I'm probably butchering that, but I love his voice. He's got a very unique voice.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, There's Pucifer, um, Bad Flamingo, just to name a few that are on the soundtrack.
0: I downloaded a song from Pucifer. Is that how you say it? I guess it's how you say the I name. I think. If we're butchering that, yeah. it's,
1: it's, you know, normal
0: but for us. Yeah, exactly. We have come to realize. We can't pronounce it. We them. can't pronounce.
1: <laughs> so, I'm going to mention a couple of songs that I absolutely love. And I will say this. There was one thing that I was so disappointed. So, the soundtrack is on Spotify. So, any of you guys who have Spotify, look it up. Mm-hmm. But the one song that I really wanted to listen to, like in the entirety, because you could, you only heard a part of like it, a snippet, the, yeah. yeah, was the Native American rapping. Oh
0: yeah, I
1: loved that, and yeah. so I looked all over for it, and it was like, what is it? Not like improv, but they, freestyle. I, yeah, it was like freestyle. They didn't really they don't have a recording of that anywhere oh. that I could find online but I loved it hmm. so some of the songs that I really I really liked were and again I'm probably butchering words <laughs> Uncle Lucius Keep the Wolves Away
0: love that song that
1: is a wonderful song and it's a good story song mm-hmm. I feel like SOB mm-hmm. by Nathaniel Ratliff, Ra- Ratliff? Ratliff? Ratliff Ratliff and The Night Sweats Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that song, too. (laughs) It's got such a good beat to it. Mm -hmm. But my favorite that I've found so far on that soundtrack is Broken Window Serenade by Whiskey Myers. And I remember messaging you, and I'm like, so I have this new favorite song. It's about a a man in love with a stripper with a crystal meth problem, and she dies of an overdose. Here, listen to it. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's really good. It's a really good song. I have to say, it's so funny. My favorite songs are so random, mm-hmm. but this, like, fit the bill. Like, it just, oh, I love that song. Yeah. I love Whiskey Myers, and, I'm pro- like I said, Tyler, Tyler Childers. Yeah, I, um, I, don't I don't know. But I love his voice. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about some of the fun facts with the movie? Sure. Do you want to
0: take a break first? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's do that.
1: Fun facts, y'all. The show is supposedly set in Montana, but actually, 95% of the Yellowstone National Park is in Wyoming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 4% is in Montana, and 1% is, is in Idaho, which I had no idea mm-hmm. about. That was, yeah. that was interesting to me. The actress, Kelsey Asville Chow, is actually of mixed race, she's Asian American. And she has also stated that she descended from the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians. Well, when she came out to play this show, it caused a lot of controversy because the tribe put out a statement saying that they had no documentation of her. Oh. No record of her. Uh Uh-huh. And because of this, many of the prominent people from the Native American community came out to boycott the show. And they also asked other Native American actors to steer clear of this project.
0: I did not know that. And she's portrayed a Native American before because she was in Wind River. Yeah. And I think she does an amazing job. Yeah. I don't, that's, I I had no
1: idea. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of blew me away. Mm -hmm. The other fun fact that I had, and this actually was right up my sister's alley. She was the one that told me about this. She does, like, horse breeding, and she's really into horses, and she sent me an article about a horse that's called Metallic Cat, and the owner at an auction, like a a fundraiser auction or something, paid $165,000 for his horse, Metallic Cat, to be on an episode in season three.
0: Wait, okay, hold on a second. The owner paid... I thought you said the seer, like, the, no, the owner oh, paid $165,000 for his horse
1: to be on an episode, a future episode in season three.
0: I just realized I was kind of yelling over you and I'm sorry. No, <laughs> but it's, I mean, that's a lot of money. That is. Okay. So I was thinking you said the show paid for, and that made sense. I'm like, okay, that's a lot of money, but no, okay. the owner, the owner paid. paid that. Wow.
1: I know. Was it's a like, lot of money to have your horse. Molly.
0: I mean, I guess you show that That's my horse. Hey guys, that's my He's horse on, on the show. He was on Yellowstone. <laughs> we'll have to be on the lookout. Yeah, I wonder if IMDb will give him a, a billing <laughs> on Metallic Cat
1: Horse. We're gonna need to know this. Yeah.
0: So, did you have any fun facts? Well, most of my fun facts had tied in with the actors. Yes. Uh, and I thought. I think, um, so just to tie it in to what I was talking about before, mm-hmm. so Gil Birmingham, Kelsey Asbill, and Ian Bowen, which we didn't talk about him, but they all previously appeared in that film Wind River, which was also directed and written by Taylor Sheridan. Like I said, it was just a super I really want to see interesting that now. Movie. Yeah, it's, it's not pleasant, so but it will, you know, it will open your eyes to some things. And, of course, Danny Hudson and Wes Bentley, they've both been on American Horror. I just think it's its so funny that we keep doing these episodes and the actors that we have all kind of tie in. I mean, I They're don't know. They're interconnected yeah. in these other projects. I'm surprised Thomas Hayden Church hasn't made an appearance. <laughs> or Mark Lucas. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, those were those
1: were pretty much all of my fun facts. Okay. So, this wasn't my very first discussion question, but because we were talking about Wind River, something that I want to mention, and it's really only come up in watching Longmire and Yellowstone, was I had no idea about the reservations. Oh, yeah. Um, and some of the conditions. Yeah. Like, it blew my mind. And I was going to mention this earlier, but I, I did want to wait until we were discussing. But... I was watching something in regards to COVID-19 on the news recently. Is it the water? Yes. Yeah. They were talking about, you know, how prevalent it is and how... How what, badly it's hit some of reservations. The, yes. Yeah. And so they were saying, you know, some of these places do not have running water. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Electricity. Mm-hmm. I was just shocked. I had no idea. And while the show doesn't go into that necessarily, it
0: does kind of, yeah, it, it kind it, of well alludes I think to it with with the character of Monica, who you know she, the actress that portrays her, has already been mired in some controversy because she's not fully Native American and the the heritage that she claims, they're saying that they don't have a record of. Mm-hmm. But I think her character is doing all she can to uh, because you know in the series she teaches a college class and she comes in with it's like no bs this is the truth and i'm going to give you the truth and she so we were introduced to that freestyle like rapping concert type thing because she took her students to that Mm -hmm. concert so i think they're trying to show They're trying to shed some light on a problem that has been plaguing... I mean, we have a very... We can't not talk about the current situation at hand with what's going on in our country right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it just sheds light on... We've always had these brutal parts of our history and these populations of people are still suffering and they're trying to rise above it, but, I mean, our... The way our government has handled things so far yeah. has just been has just been poor and, and downright abysmal at times. Because yes. I saw the same news, uh, news... It's like a special. Special. Yeah. And I was appalled because I'm thinking, you know, they were...
1: They their were ancestors
0: pushed. were here first and they were pushed onto these pieces of land. And, and what kind of country are we to not take care of our people? And that has been my... My uh, going thought, process thought process, pretty much for for a long time now. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, like I said, we can't. We would be uh, remiss if we did not make mention of that. So, Absolutely,
1: yeah. Monica does. I think she does so much justice
0: mm-hmm.
1: in showing all of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think Longmire touched upon that too. It did. Yeah, it did.
1: And I think. It, it's definitely grown my awareness mm-hmm. of the situation. Yeah. And speaking of the reservation thing, I'm getting all out of order, which I'm pretty sure you guys bear with us. My discussion questions are all over the well, place. Well, yeah, I'm like so, all over the place. <laughs> so we'll start off with the reservation stuff first. I had no idea. And again, it's like, I and I apologize for so many references to Longmire, but I watched this, I watched that show right before Yellowstone. But in Longmire and in Yellowstone, they talk about i'm just going to say white men going mm-hmm. on to the reservation because they know they can get away with things right i had no idea mm-hmm. you know you think if it's in the if it's in this country or if it's in the state they're going to have to abide by state state, state or federal laws yeah. mm-hmm. and that's not the case right. because it it's under tribal police. Right. And that was something I just never realized. And, you know, in Yellowstone, Casey stumbles up, upon a van and oh, they're trying to yeah. rape oh, um, a native American
0: woman, woman, or girl. Or she, yeah, she's, she's young. She's very young. Yeah.
1: And he makes reference to this. He mm-hmm. says, you know, he's trying to explain to Tate, I believe. And he mm-hmm. says, you know, sometimes men will come onto the reservation that they know they can get away with things here. Mm-hmm. And I just again I maybe it's my sheltered life. I had no idea. So I think I think talking
0: about it I think you know, the more you know right exactly. we we're in the dark about so many things, and we don't claim to be experts on no. anything. And this is a growing process for us. And it's so funny that we see these things. You know, we're exposed to them on television, like through television. But it, I feel like it just shows what how how many things that we are. And I don't know if it's because we're we were young and, and not playing. We we're playing around in high school, and we just didn't. I Pay don't know. Pay attention or something. Pay attention, or if we if we really weren't taught the um the disparities going on and and like you said, like I feel like we did leave we did lead pretty sheltered lives, yeah, and so I feel like this is another reason why it's so important to to watch things that you're not that aren't really your your preferred genre or to read things that that don't you know come from a different perspective exactly because we're always evolving we're always
1: learning right and you know maybe maybe too it's because we lived in florida where this would be more of a you know you might see this more prevalently
0: in western states right in states or even south florida because think of what happened with the native americans in south florida in the everglades so it's just something i mean like i said i feel like you know you owe it to yourself to educate yourself absolutely especially when you you get exposed to something just through pop culture and then you can learn more about it and and educate yourself again from that point we can it spawns research or right you know Learning more about something that you had no
1: no awareness of in, yeah. in, before. But that was definitely something that I have learned
0: in watching this. Yeah. I, that I just, like I said, I had no idea about. That's why, I mean, I, you know, people make fun of me because I do love movies and I do love television so much. But I, I feel like you can get so much from watching a, a series or a show or whatever. You can. Yeah. Um, And you can grow, and I just think that gives you perspectives, like you said, from a different point of view. Exactly.
1: You know, you might watch something one day that one of the characters is so unlike you, Mm -hmm. but there's something that just draws you in. And because of the show or whatever, you do. You grow and you, you see things that you wouldn't normally,
0: so... A have, good thing. have we talked about Outlander at all? Have Have I mentioned that to you about Outlander? Like when we went to Scotland and how things just had so much more meaning because of what I read in Outlander. You You've touched on yeah way? yeah. I don't know if I've touched on it in the podcast or yeah. not, but that was a conversation I was having with John. I'm like I wouldn't have never. Scotland's beautiful. Scotland's but... beautiful, and that. But when I was there and knowing the history be- behind some of the battles and and the people and and what happened to them. When they were under the rule, it was just like whoa, like, and I just That's had a such a whole different, meaning. yeah, and such more emotional ties to what I was seeing. So. Yes.
1: Okay, I know this is something that you were wanting to discuss, and I'm very interested to know what you think about this. Kevin Costner's character from bad guy to good guy.
0: Okay, yeah. So, I was going to ask you, do you think John Dutton changed because? that was how it was written in the storyline and that was always the plan or do you think that because fans of the show not used to seeing Kevin Costner portray that kind of character because he was dirty like he was downright mean sometimes uh, do you think they changed it because he was despicable at times okay so I am kind of curious
1: to know because I, like I have this discussion with Reba as well What parts were you thinking, like, he's dirty or he's...
0: So, and of course I can't remember because my memory's terrible. No, it's fine. So, like, the way he treated Jamie and it just seemed like because he thought he was dying, he was trying to whip everybody into shape and my way or the highway, I don't know. Like, he just seemed... He just seemed to have a shift. Like, what about you? Do you think not so much? Okay, all right. No, I do think there was a shift. I I never
1: really got the impression that he was, like, a super bad guy, though. And that's why I was curious. No,
0: and I I hate to say the word bad, but just, like, tough. And at times you're thinking, let up. Like,
1: stop. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get that. And I do think that part of it in my mind, is the writers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and the reason why I'm pushing that is because I think you
0: start to see the softer side of John Dutton yeah. through Tate. Oh, yeah, that's right, because right now, at the beginning, Tate really wasn't a presence in his life. He wasn't,
1: yeah. and so I want to get on this, too, but I have so many theories about the show. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um But I think Tate really softens his character, and I think that Mm -hmm. you start to see that. But I think there's also, you start to see, because of Tate, a lot of guilt. Because he was not the father that he now is portraying as a grandfather. yeah. Yeah, And I think that that's a huge thing. Also, more on this later, but, you know, he wanted Casey to have Monica abort Tate.
0: Oh, that's right. And...
1: I, so I think you start to see the guilt and he loves this boy oh
0: yeah yeah
1: he absolutely adores Tate and so I really think you know as the time progresses he you really start to see that softer side of John Dutton mm-hmm. and where he's like work 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 in the beginning mm-hmm. if you notice when Tate comes around he doesn't
0: he'll, he'll just leave just leave it, <laughs> just leave it. Whatever. He's like, we'll go to the river. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> but he is cutthroat. You see where yeah. Beth gets it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, okay, so, what doctor was he seeing? Was he seeing a vet or something? Like, how did he not know it wasn't cancer? It's like, you had a hernia or something. No. He what did, was it? He did have cancer. He did have cancer. He did have cancer.
1: He had colon cancer. They took out the tumor. Uh-huh. Or they took out part of his... Colon? Enta- yeah, his um, colon... And then, they also found a spot when they did a scan or something, and he didn't want to have that looked at. Oh. And that's when that, that came was back the, when it was the ulcer and it was bleeding. Ulcer, It ruptured. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But no, he did have cancer. They okay. They got that cleared up. He thought the cancer had spread, and he wasn't wanting to look into it. It wound up okay. being an ulcer. Okay. Spoilers.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoops, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Definitely watch the <this> show, though. <laughs>
1: we're gonna be like spoilers all around spoilers
0: but, you know you've you've listened to us long enough if you well unless you're the unless you're just now listening in yeah so sorry sorry spoilers about that my bad
1: <laughs> but i do think you're right in the fact that he starts to soften
0: yeah and i i just don't know like was that because of character not character it's but was that because a fan outcry see. or what because you know i'm used to him i'm used to him playing these like I don't care what the law says, and I'm going to do what I want. But not so blatant, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well,
1: let's just start out. The very first scene, I was like, oh, s***, sh- PETA is going to have a field uh, day yeah. when he shoots the horse. Yeah. But, you know, like from the Spoilers. Other, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's literally in the first it's minute. It's in the first minute. But, um, you know, having, not to sound stupid because it's so not to scale... But, you know, having animals or being on a farm, you understand that's kind of a way of life. And well,
0: and also he didn't want the horse to suffer. Absolutely. Had, it was an accident, right? It was the it accident was. and the horse was mangled and not going to make it. Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't want the horse he to suffer. So he didn't want it to suffer. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, in the first minute I thought, oh,
0: sh. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> some things, I mean, like some things I think, you know, they can take too far but I think if it, if they want to have an accurate portrayal of what happens on a ranch, that's probably that's absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. Okay.
1: So speaking of the land, mm-hmm. I know that was something that you were wanting to talk about.
0: I guess I didn't put it in my notes. But like development, <sighs> development growth. So that was something that was that I was kind of in the dark about. I guess like I didn't realize that was going on. But I think after our trip that we took last. Oh, it's been two years ago now. I could kind of see the the resort type, and I hate to say fancy, it's not fancy, but the upper scale resort yeah. luxury type of developments that these people in the show, but I can only assume that they're taking this from Reality. real events happening. And of course, you know, I, I have a strong conviction of conservation of the land, And (laughs) I'm not
1: even gonna edit this. What was that for your jeans? I was like, I was feeling my leg, and I'm like, there's something in my jeans. It's a damn dryer dryer sheet.
0: sheet. (laughs) It happens all, it happens more than I like. Sometimes I I find it in the bed sheets. I was like, why are my jeans so thick there? It's a dryer sheet. She pulled out a dryer sheet. (laughs) (laughs) It's my life. So, yeah, like I was saying... <laughs> Sorry. that's fine. So, yeah, so I'm thinking, oh, I'm all about going against the man, like, as far as that goes. Yeah. Because they don't... And it just goes back to money and, you know, whoever has the most wins because they can buy up whatever and, and do whatever they need to do and get mm-hmm. their... You know, the, the one of the villains in the first season, uh, when we were talking about Dan Jenkins, who's portrayed by Danny Hudson, your all-around bad guy actor... It just it kind of hit home to me I'm like oh that's actually that's probably actually happening right now right at this moment and they're talking about the towns and how they've changed so much they barely recognize them and I think what a shame you know I'm all about I always feel super torn between growth growth and keeping things the same and preservation well here's the thing and
1: and this is this is very true even in our area, I feel like. We have kind of our way of life. Right. And it's it kills me when I hear people say that they've moved here because they love this way of life and immediately they want to change something.
0: Right, right. And it drives me insane. It's like you I'm have like, to There's... you have to sacrifice those things. If you want if you want nature and if you want to be away from it all mm-hmm. You can't have it all here. <laughs> that doesn't make it's any not then you're, the same. And you're living in the same place that you were before. Exactly. You're making <laughs> us
1: like you, and that's why you moved here. It right? Does make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. But in in that instance, with being so close to the national park. Oh yeah. And like I'm kind of like. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. And also with like farming mm. or with ranches and stuff, I know people are like weird about all that, but I also, I feel like I have a heart for that too, because that is John Dutton's way of life. That's all right. he's ever That's known. That's all he's ever known. And I don't think so much that it's about, you know, gaining acreage and mm-hmm. like, but he doesn't want that right up next to his property right. either, right. you know? That's. I don't know. I'm. I just have a heart for that. I guess. Like I. I see.
0: His Keeping need the land for, wild. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what I would say. Yeah. You, know, you don't. Ugh. Development. I know. <laughs> it's
1: like okay. So I know that it's needed in some places, but like maybe not
0: right there and guys you know if you disagree let us know because we're just spouting off what our opinions are but exactly everybody has the right to their own opinion but yeah i i feel the same way
1: one more thing about the land Uh uh-huh and but just because it's interesting to me you think oh john dutton is like super well off
0: like, yeah, that you get length?
1: that, well, because he has a helicopter. Oh, yeah, he's got a helicopter. <laughs> and, like, um, Jamie said that he had increased the ranch by, like, 200,000 acres or something like that. So I that wish, happened. I can't even imagine. Yeah. But, and again, but, this is fictional, but, like, I'm super involved. He makes a comment, though, about, he, he basically says, like, he's not money rich. Like, he's got land. Right. And right. I'm like... I can.
0: You can I, relate. I can, you can see that. I can yeah. understand that. You can understand that.
1: You yeah. know, like I said, it's a smaller scale, but I, I grew up with family who land is that. I mean, that's, that's such. Yeah, that was tribe. a. Yeah,
0: that was a big. I feel like if you were brought up around here, that was a big push or a big principle is to always have own land. Yeah. And so. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Shifting gears. Shifting gears. We're just yeah. switching subjects. <laughs> All over the place. Because this show has so many storylines. It lines. does. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the governor? I feel like she has wanted to go along with the status quo. Like, she probably got into office and this is how things are done, and I'm going to keep on doing them like that. Mm-hmm. And then she's the one who has, spoilers, she's the one who has the relationship with John Dutton, right?
1: hmm Yeah. But her loyalty shift.
0: Yeah. And I don't like that. No. <laughs> because you get to a point where you're rooting for the Dutton family. Yeah. I feel like at the beginning I was kind of like, "Eh, I don't know." I don't but know now where I'm my... kind of like, "Yeah, I want you know, aside from the whole um spoilers murder thing, That's, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, she kind of starts to abandon him and I don't like that."
1: No, and I think one of the saddest scenes to me was when he was at that like Oh, name yeah, lit. and nobody... And he was literally sitting by himself, and right. nobody talked to him. Nobody talked to him. Like, Broke oh, my heart. Shoot. And she's over there off on the side talking to mm-hmm. everybody, and I'm like, you little hussy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Left him high and dry. I know. I just... I don't like that. Mm-mm. Thoughts
1: on the farm hands, or the ranch hands? The ranch hands. I, I love... love
0: Jimmy. I do. Jimmy... <laughs> he's so dumb he is so dumb but i love the fact that he's been giving uh a chance at redemption yes but i just feel like the comic relief and the camaraderie as well it's it's very much needed in the show that has so many serious themes yes i love the older ranch hand i can't the remember. Lloyd. His. lloyd i love him yes and i love that he like
1: really he's like a father figure he is he but definitely he, is he you know. I remember like a flashback of him with Rip when Rip like knocks some old man Mm -hmm. out of a chair or something. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. It's when Rip was younger, but he was always there. Like he was, he was like a father figure to Rip. Mm -hmm. He's also been a father figure to Jimmy. Yeah. I just, I really love that man. Yeah.
0: I feel like they offer, they have, they have such a good, I mean, I know they're kind of like a. A minor arc in the story, yeah. but they, they play such a good role in the story. They do. Yeah. I like them.
1: In reference to the Ranch Hands. hmm So, what are your thoughts in regards to Walker? Why do you think Rip hates him so much? Oh,
0: well, I think... Spoilers, guys. I think Rip knows about Walker and this weird... Interaction that he has, or this weird relationship that he has with Beth, mm-hmm. because they kind of were drawn
1: to each other a little bit. They were, and like, you know, they always make reference to like Rip taking her to a music festival, yeah. and then Walker is musically inclined. That was and... funny
0: that they kind of did that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <little>. <laughs> and I think they like made out one day. They like, did, yeah, so... super hot.
0: It was like, ooh, sexy. But yeah. then it's kind of like, eh, Walker's old news. And honestly I can't remember what happened with Walker. I know he wanted to leave the ranch.
1: He did several times yeah. and they
0: tried to get him to stay. Yeah.
1: And there was always bad blood be- between him and Rip. Yeah. And I feel the same way. I feel like it was because of his
0: interaction with Beth. Right. And I just think Walker I honestly don't think he knew what he was getting into. Like he was he was just out of prison. He was needing he a job. A ride and he a needed job. a ride and a job, but you know they do this thing where they brand you, mm-hmm. and you know that's terrifying as it is. But it's like once you have the brand, that's it. You're not going back. You're either going back. I mean, you're either staying there, or they're gonna throw you off a cliff. <laughs> so it's like, well, <laughs> what you gonna do? Are you gonna stay? Yeah. But I mean, I since I love Ryan Bingham, the the actor slash songwriter singer that portrays him, I did want him to stick around. I don't know if he's going. I feel like... With him, he'll make an appearance? I do.
1: Okay. Because he wasn't thrown off a cliff. Yeah, he wasn't. Um, he wasn't Casey off a cliff. saved him. Yeah. Casey drove him um, to a different state or something yeah. and dropped him off.
0: Which may come to bite them in the ass yes. later on. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. I feel like he's going to make a comeback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rip was... Rip was going to kill him that Mm -hmm. night, and Casey ended up stepping up, and he's like, I'll take him to the train station. Which leads me, like... Casey's got a softer soul. Casey's
0: got a soft spot, but then he is also, like, a train killer. It's such a weird... Again, it's such a complex Complex. character. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so speaking of Casey, and again, not even on my notes, you see the trained killer side of him, you know... He shoots the man who blew his house up yeah. with the, ma- the meth lab. Yep. And um, who else did he... Oh, the the Beck brother on the toilet.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about you that. Know, like, I need I- to rewatch the he's whole... He's like, I so promised my wife. Boom, and- <laughs> <laughs> you're dead.
1: <laughs> Shot the poor man on the toilet. Yeah. Um, but then Dan Jenkins, when they were hanging him. hmm And he's he like, let him-, him hang. Let him hang. Yeah. So you see like really soft sides of yeah. Casey
0: and then like, like nope. cold blooded, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, he was in the military, but also I think that's part of his dad. Like yeah. I think that's part of John Dutton's character coming out in him.
1: Yes. And yeah. that's something that Beth has always said. Oh
0: gosh, Beth. Yeah. <laughs> Just talking about cold blooded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on her. Yeah. So many things. Oh um, man. But yeah. Yeah. But she makes comments to Monica about Casey too. Mm-hmm. She basically says, you know, he can he could very easily turn into my dad.
0: Yeah, and I think it. it's really cool that they show that in his yeah. character. Yeah. Oh, we chill bumps. <laughs> I know, <laughs> so good.
1: <laughs> okay, so question for you, question for everyone, because I am dying to know what you guys think. Why are there only three kids in all the
0: family photos? What? Yes. I didn't... What? Yes. Wait, who's not in them? I Is swear it, to goodness it's Lee. Lee's not in any of the... There's only three kids. What? Yeah. Like, small as them, as,
1: like, so when they're children? there's... It's got to be Jamie. He has really dark hair. Uh-huh. You don't think it's Jamie that's left out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. No. The way they be. treat him. It could be, because okay. it's an older brother, it's Beth and Casey. I would... I would think jamie maybe would be left jamie out,
0: would be left out but there
1: are only three kids in the family photos i
0: i don't know man yeah. I, like we should i don't know if because there, have there was some kind a picture
1: of... that beth like slammed to the ground uh-huh there were three kids three kids there was also a picture on john dutton's desk that he was looking at that had the wife and three kids there was never four kids Ugh. so i, I never like, noticed that yeah. Huh? So I am stumped. I want to know what you guys think. Is it Jamie? Is it Lee? Is it Casey?
0: But you said there's a baby. There, like, it, there's one younger than Beth. Jamie's older than Beth. Jamie's older than Beth. I think mean, it's. I swear. I bet it's Jamie because he hates him. He just can't stand him. But didn't Jamie go off to school? He
1: did. Did he go to like prep school? But Jamie was only like two years older than Beth. Yeah.
0: There was and like Beth two is in the
1: picture. Yeah, and Beth is in the picture and it's
0: definitely an older child. Huh. Okay. So I have so many yeah. Okay, so I'm telling you, yeah, you'll have to watch it because like, it can't be is. an oversight. I mean, surely no. they would think that they would need to put Lee in the pictures if even yeah. if they were gonna kill him off later. Yeah. So
1: also, along those lines,
0: who are I
1: can't think of the other one's name, and I had it written down on different notes. There was a Ned Dutton, and there was another Dutton. And at the funeral, John, like, has a vision of those two tombstones. Hmm. I believe it was at the funeral scene. Not to, like, be all conspiracy theorists, but I am wondering, you know, in the letter to Rip, which we'll talk about later. Mm, mm hmm. He says, all my sons either, something about like, all my sons either kept dying or quitting.
0: You think he had another son? I don't know. Chill bumps.
1: I know. There's two Tomb tombstones. Stones, though, and I'm like, were those John's brothers? Because he says, you know, like his dad, either his dad or his grandpa or somebody had a vision of having all of his sons live on the same land or on the same road or something. So were those John's brothers or were those older children?
0: Hmm. I really, uh, I really feel like I'm gonna have to rewatch everything now. I'm gonna have to rewatch the whole thing. Well, uh, lucky me, it's coming on. Yes. Dang. But yeah, I'm very curious about this.
1: You have went down the rabbit hole. My I friend. know. <laughs> Listen, I was like, I was looking at the picture, and I'm like, why are there only three kids? yeah and so mom and reba were watching too and they're like there are only three kids so weird if you hear feedback
0: guys there's boats there's boats it almost sounds like a helicopter it does anyway sorry about the feedback if you hear it guys okay so yeah y'all will have to i want to know your feedback here so who was his dad was his dad ned what was his dad's name because it showed his dad didn't it it
1: did And, in fact, Reba thought that he mentioned one of the brothers in that scene. But, when we watched it, I don't think it did. Hmm. So, I want to know your guys' thoughts on this because it has been driving me insane.
0: Yeah. Well, now it's going to drive me insane. Okay. And I didn't even know it until just now. (laughs) So,
1: so speaking of Jamie, let's talk about that crazy oh, downward
0: spiral. Jamie is... And, you know, hats off to Wes Bentley. I'm sure he's a wonderful man, but he, he is. is so wimpy and just grovelly and... Listen, you say that. This is what kills me. This is why I'm like,
1: these writers did a freaking phenomenal job. Because in the very beginning... He's going toe-to-toe with an attorney. That's right. And he's very confident. Yeah. And, you know, very assured. Yeah. And he is, you know, nailing it. He's an excellent attorney. And when he's in that element, even when he goes to get Casey off for Mm -hmm. the murder charge, Mm -hmm. he is, like,
0: hounding him with questions, super confident. And then season two. He just falls apart. He does. And that's, I guess that's my most recent impression because i forgot about how strong he was in the courtroom yeah but yeah now that you say that like he he really shifts he really unravels and maybe that's not just him being wimpy but just the loss of kind of everything like he just seems to lose everything
1: he lost his identity when he like when he had to step down from the election mm-hmm. and you know when he lost his dad's approval and yes that, that was like oh. a hard
0: blow but it's like he barely had his dad's approval before <laughs> i mean he talks about how he did everything he wanted him to do and it still it wasn't enough wasn't enough yeah and i don't think it would ever be enough jamie so sorry but no. you're never gonna have his love it's no. just not and you know
1: when they're talking about him going to school to be an attorney because yeah. it's gonna help the family. The family out. Yeah. And he's like, but I can't remember how he words it, but it's basically like, Dad, you never liked attorneys. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Like, and, yeah, go like ahead and go living. be one because I
0: don't like you. <laughs> how terrible. He really doesn't, know yeah. at all. And I think it's super, not in spoilers, guys. We're going to talk about something. I think it's super cowardly that he freaks out and he kills the journalist. Mm-hmm. I just think, God. Like, he was in a fit of rage, and he just saw no other option, but then, like, you've just gotten yourself in such a bigger mess. Like, if you would have just stepped away. Yeah. But did he feel like he was
1: doing that to defend his family because he Maybe. had taught some stuff? <sighs> it's so, ah, oh, it's so weird. And then Beth's like, I'll have him dead by Yeah! <laughs>
0: <She's> like, I'll oh. <laughs>
1: He's like, your brother tried to kill himself this morning. She said, well, give me a week. I'll have him ready to see it through. It's...
0: <laughs> That's, and it's not, it's funny, not it's, funny. It's not funny at all. This is fiction. This is fiction. It's not funny at all, but that is how cutthroat breath is. She, she so her, when they <laughs> when they first introduced her character and she like had this tryst with Rip in the, and I'm like, I like her. <laughs> this is going to be good. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> yeah. She is. So, do
1: you want to talk about her? I do. I've got so many things on Beth though. Okay. Do you want to take a quick break? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's take a break. back so before we get on beth i had forgotten let's talk about jamie's baby mama
0: i don't even remember her name
1: i don't either okay yeah i didn't really like her from the jump
0: spoilers yeah yeah she was like i feel like weird she's, prim and proper but then she like seduces him it was strange she seduces him and then like she basically
1: turns into like a mini Little Beth, like yeah. she's so mean to him at the end, and <laughs> just, like ugh, this kind of ladies in his life. And then I'm like, honey, you got pregnant on purpose. Uh, yeah. Like I ain't buying that. Yeah. It wasn't a slip up. It wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm. You know, were trying to get pregnant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ugh, I don't like her. She's a little money grubbing hoe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to find her character, but I can't. There's so many people on this show. I know. Okay, I do not care for her though. She honestly, she seems
1: like she wants to be a politician's wife, right? And she wants to be um, well off, right? Which you know, there's nothing wrong with having aspirations, but she just—I don't know. She rubbed me wrong. She's from definitely, the she's
0: definitely like a uh, what's the word? Gold digging hussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, in regards to the show, she's she's definitely like a conflict that yeah. uh, like a loose thread. That's and what I should say. She's always
1: wanting to like pull Jamie from his family. Yeah. like you see scenes where he gets a call from his dad mm-hmm. and she ignores it. Mm-hmm. Like she ignores it while Jamie's in an interview or something. Yeah, like I just mm, she mm, we gonna see her in season three. I'm yep, sure. Yep, I'm sure. Just got that baby. Okay, so. Beth.
0: Beth Dutton. She's my hero. Cutthroat. Cutthroat. Takes no crap. Super successful. Powerful. Independent woman. Yes. I just love her. She is. She's hardcore. My notes on
1: Beth are like so scattered. Mm. She is cutthroat in almost every
0: relationship she has. Mm-hmm. Except for Rip. Mm-hmm. But even with Rip, she does. She can be. She has a hard exterior, but as the seasons progress. There's a definite softer side yeah. when it comes to Rip. Like, mm-hmm.
1: and it just, it's almost endearing because it's been like a little, you know, they, they do flashbacks and stuff and it's mm-hmm. been a love story since they were like little. 14 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And you just really see her softer side through Rip.
0: hmm It's Definitely.
1: like, it's like Tate and John Dutton. Like this is one
0: dynamic where you really see the softer side of Beth. Mm-hmm. So, the scene where she gets the guy to punch uh, Dan Jenkins in the oh, face. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, yeah, that sets us back a little bit. <laughs> like, as far as, it just puts us in a little, like, a bad light. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, but it was funny. <laughs> it was. She got that guy to punch him out. And it's yes. like, she told him, you know, don't, don't mess with me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And she showed him, she showed him. What she could do. I think that was a flex of her power. Maybe not the best way, but... Yeah. Just shows how... I don't know. I
1: don't know, though. Because, okay, so different perspective. She was flexing her power, and she was showing
0: that she could make other people do what do she, her bidding. Right, and she wouldn't even be yeah. entangled in it. There's no proof to show, like, yeah, I didn't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I loved her. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, with the one scene, you know what scene I'm talking about? Mm. Super intense. That she needed a dagum award for that scene.
0: I could not imagine the emotional turmoil that she had to put herself through in order to do that scene. That was like gut twisting. Like it, it was, was like intense. a punch in the stomach. Like woof, it was hard to watch. And it spoilers, was. guys. Like that's definitely. I feel like that's definitely a trigger. Uh, yeah. You know, like just just be warned. Be warned if you watch that episode.
1: I think it's season two, episode seven, maybe. Yeah, I don't I know think it's the seven. exact number, but um, but yeah, it. I can definitely see where it would be a trigger for some people. Yeah. Holy crap, that was intense. But like,
0: her acting was phenomenal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like she needs an award for that yeah. because it was incredible. But yeah, definitely. Whew, had my stomach on the floor and
0: the physicality of it all i mean you you thought she was really getting hit like yeah it was it was bad and yes. then of course i i think with some tv series and some movies like they'll show the character get the character gets beat up and they have all these bruises and scars and then it's like the next day they're fine it's like where'd all this stuff go like where'd all their cuts and bruises go but i think you know hats off to to whoever was in charge of like making those decisions for the show because even as the series progresses and after that event happened to her, you see her face and you see, like, the aftermath, and I think, like, that's so important to show. Like, she's a real, well, she's not a real person in the show, like, mm-hmm. but I think good for them it makes to it show that real. realistic part. Like, yeah, her bruises aren't going to go away the next day. No. Like, she's still going to have a huge puffy face and you know, marks and stuff that makeup just will not cover up. Like, yes. so I thought that was very, um, I guess we should real. talk about what the scene was.
1: The Beck brothers, again, spoilers, the Beck brothers send two men to go beat the ever loving out of And I her. think they were going to rape her. Yeah. The one guy was going to rape he her. going to I, okay. So a couple of things with that scene, Beth as a child versus Beth as an adult Beth as a child was very scared, very yeah. skittish, mm-hmm. you know. Well, after her mother died, she she was like, I'm not going to do scared ever again. Well,
0: have we talked... Do you want to talk about her mom? Do you have notes we on her wanna mom? We do want to talk about... Okay. I don't have
1: those in my notes, but I do want to talk about her mom. Okay. But she said basically she was never going to do scared again. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that comes into play in that scene. You know, the guy is definitely trying to scare her and she's basically like,
0: laughing in his it. face. Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever.
1: Anyways, it's a very intense scene though. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I love the fact that they, they kept it real. They kept it real. She yeah. had bruises the next day. She could barely get her, like, I mean. Yeah, she was. She was trying was like, to eat. Someone needs to take her to the, the damn something.
0: hospital. Like,
1: take her to the hospital. Like,
0: this is crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I also, because of her character
0: and being so incredibly, like, such a strong mm-hmm. person. Almost to, like, I mean, not almost, definitely, like, a toxic factor. Yeah. Like, she's, she's strong to the point where. It's very detrimental It is to, to all of her relationships and, you know, her personality and everybody around her.
1: But, but <laughs> I do
0: love the fact that she continues to go out in public with that. Oh, yeah. She's she doesn't like, try to hide it no, at No, she's like, let them look. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I think that sends a strong, not, you know, like, not like send a strong message in, in that sort of aspect. But I thought that was a good uh, choice for her character.
1: I do, too, yeah. because it's also like... This wasn't something I did. This was something that was done, done to me. Done to me. Yeah. And um, let my face be a witness. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. Kind of, I, I did love the fact that they did have her go out in public, especially in the scene with Monica, which we'll talk right. about. Yeah. She was still bruised up at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the mom. That, that in itself was a toxic. Yeah. Yeah. They talk about her almost like she's an angel, but, like, the way she treated Beth was... So,
0: do you want to talk about the scene where Beth gets her period? Okay. And how the mom starts telling her how she's going to treat her from then on. Like, I'm not going to take it easy on you. I'm going to be the hardest, you know... You're going to hate me for it. You're going to hate me for it. And I'm thinking, what? (laughs) What? why yeah find to be
1: like that <laughs> I hope that in season three they touch on more on that relationship because it was so weird that yeah. scene was so bizarre to me because it wasn't like endearing mom like oh this happens it was like no you're a woman now and I'm gonna treat you like sh-. yeah because every man is gonna think you're
0: weaker and I'm gonna make sure that you're not weak like it was kind of that and didn't she say her mom did the same to her yes so I guess that's like a generational thing and I guess women out west if she had if she if her ancestors like came or were you know a part of western expansion and that sort of thing like if her if her great-grandmother and yeah. so on so forth if that was the way they thought women had to be and she was raised that way i guess she knew no other way to be with her daughter mm-hmm. but what a wow what a messed up i mean no wonder beth is like the way she is because True. her mom immediately after that you know you're never going to get any shred of Love or warmth from me ever again yeah <laughs> and it's for your own good thanks mom
1: <laughs> like and it's like even in the scene where miss dutton dies
0: uh yeah so spoilers guys you Ms. know that miss dutton dies you you're you know introduced that. to that but in this scene she's talking to beth and what does she say She's basically making
1: not making fun of her but kind of about how Beth is so scared of the horse. And This is before she gets thrown. Oh yeah, this yeah, is before okay. she gets thrown. And then Beth is trying like her horse is acting skittish, he's acting up and she's super nervous, which mm-hmm. is making the horse even more nervous. Mm-hmm. And so Casey opens the gate. They try to go through. Miss Miss Dutton and Casey go through the gate. Beth has issues. Also, you know, horses sometimes do have issues going through gates. Right. And the horse, like, rushes at Miss Dutton's horse. Mm-hmm. And the horse actually, like, falls on top of Miss Dutton. Yeah, And she's laying on the ground. And it almost looks like she's paralyzed. hmm But Casey, like, she asked for Beth to go find her father. And Casey said, let me go. I'm a faster rider or something Mm -hmm. and she said no let her fix this
0: it's it's her fault yeah
1: it's her fault i know And, and then she says to casey the mother says to casey says if your face is the last i see so be it like you can tell that
0: that was definitely her favorite child yeah but her first name was evelyn okay and gretchen maul plays her which i didn't realize Huh. Gretchen Mall was in the thirteenth floor, and okay. but yeah, yeah. So very hard dynamic between us two. Yeah, Mastu. so Beth has always carried this guilt that she killed her mother, and I mean, Jamie
1: even accuses her of that. Jamie at one accuses point. her
0: of that, and so you just see as the seasons go by, like unfolding her the reasons why she is the way she is, and of course that plays a huge part in that. She's also like super heavy drinker Mm -hmm. and you know alcoholic and (laughs) you kind of see oh okay well that's that's definitely a part of it that's definitely why some of the things that she does you know Mm -hmm. why she does some of the things that she does yes yeah and I wonder why they chose to I guess they just wanted her to be I guess they wanted her character to be that way so they had to have a backstory as to why she would be yeah. You know?
1: I will say this. It's so interesting to me that they have that heart of a character as a woman. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. it's so yeah. different. It's so different. But it's you know? not,
0: and honestly, it's not unrealistic. No. I mean, there are plenty of women out there who are like that, so. No, but
1: you very rarely see. Them portrayed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I, I kind of love the fact that they have such a hard character in Beth.
0: It's refreshing. It is.
1: It's different. Mm-hmm. So, Rip and Beth. Oh. I know. I love Do you love think them. she's going
0: to end up with him? I mean, like, forever? God, I hope so.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I need a wedding in
0: season three. Oh, Jesus. my gosh. A wedding would be... I just could imagine, like, what their plans are for no, a wedding. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. But I love those two. And mm-hmm. I feel like
1: because Rip lost his family mm-hmm. um, at an early age, it. I mean... He killed his father, Yeah, and his father had killed his brother and his mother, Mm -hmm. so he had witnessed all of that, and I think they have, like, this comparable brokenness.
0: Oh, yeah. I think so, too. They They understand each other. They understand each other, definitely. Yeah. I love those two together. I do, too. We'll see if it lasts.
1: I know, and he always will drop anything, like, for her. It's just... Well, yeah, he saved her. Yeah. And that was
0: like... Again, I hate to be a stereotypical, like, oh, but that was, but like, seriously. that was awesome. It was. He jumped in and saved her. I
1: also kind of love the fact, I, oh, I wish I knew the quote right now. It was great. When they were sitting on the roof, and she basically is like, don't tell me now. I don't want to be, like, Yeah sitting under the stars like a bunch of hippies. Yeah. <laughs> but he ends up like he telling up telling, her. telling her that oh, yeah I forgot about that part. Yeah that he she said tell me when it saves me. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously. Yeah goosebumps. really. But yeah when he saves her actually from that really bad beating mm-hmm. he ends up telling her that he loves her. It's so sweet. <laughs> I feel like I've ruined this for everyone. They <laughs> haven't watched the show. Watch okay. the show. It's still good. <laughs> so speaking of rep, yeah. I want to end this in this discussion with a different question. Okay. Um basically my conspiracy theory. Okay. But so do you think this isn't it. Do you think <laughs> <laughs> I was leading up to that, but this isn't it. Okay. Do you think that Kevin Costner gave or John Dutton, sorry. Yeah. John Dutton gave Rip the house as a reward because he knew he was going to put him in harm's way that night. Or do you think he was doing that because he didn't know what the outcome would be? They knew they were going to kill people. So they might get...
0: Yeah, you so... know,
1: Because he makes reference to this might be the end of us. Yeah. So do you think he was giving that to Rip so that Rip knew his true feelings? Or is it there...
0: was, well, yeah, so I had two, like, I had two trains. Uh, first of all, I'm thinking, why is he giving him the house now when he might die? <laughs> like, well, I, I mean, you can't use it if he's dead. Like You don't think about that yeah. until
1: after, like, Casey comes looking for him. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to need you in a big way. Yeah,
0: and it's like, okay, he did want him to know his true feelings in case he did die, but then it's like, why did you, you deed him the house if like, he could die? <laughs> but if he doesn't, woohoo, I got to have, you know, I don't know. Um, So I do think it was because he didn't know the outcome, but he did need him to know at that point in time that he cared about him like he was his own son. And to put that in, not in a perspective he could understand, but to show it symbolically, here's the house. Yeah. Of my oldest, you know, my uh, yeah. son. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, the tears. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, I was seriously crying. I but feel like we should have put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Like, okay, if you're going to watch the season one and season two, you might want to wait. We'll put, that, we'll put that in the, um, in the In the header. write-up? Okay. Yeah. We'll put it in the write-up. Don't listen to if you plan on watching season one and season two and you don't want to hear all these spoilers. <laughs> But I thought that that letter
1: was so incredibly sweet and yeah. when Rip broke down crying. Oh. oh my gosh, because Rip is like a he's like he's so hard. He is. It's I'm not going to say he's like character. the male equivalent of Beth because it's just not the same. No, it's but not like the he same. He is very he's a very hard man.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And so to see him just weep
0: and yeah. he was like
1: he called me a son. And
0: I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <got it>. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I That was a touching, touching moment. And again, like peeling back the layers to see these complex characters. Yes. So did
1: you have any discussion questions before I break down my last one? No, we actually
0: covered everything that I had on my list of questions. Okay. Why do you think Beth hates Jamie so much? Oh, okay. Opening up this can of worms. Yes.
1: Yes. I have a theory. Oh,
0: oh, okay. I you know, and I've I've kind of been perplexed this whole time as yeah. to why she does hate him so much. I don't know if she somehow blames him or thinks because it did come out he blames her for their mother's death. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she carries something like if if the guilt, how do I word this? She has to have some kind of outlet for her guilt mm-hmm. and maybe that just happens to be Jamie since they were so close in age. Yeah. But I might be completely off. Yeah. What do you? What's your theory? It's
1: like out there. So. Oh, I'm like okay. Oh, okay. I am anxious to hear. I wonder if there hadn't been another Dutton baby. Here's why. Which from who? From Beth. Like she had a baby. I think she may have been pregnant. Oh. Here's why. Okay. So, in I believe it's, I believe it's episode, or season two, episode eight. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it's the I, it's the one directly after the beating. Okay. So there's a scene where she is watching Rip with Tate. Mm-hmm. And she gets like clearly emotional. And John Dutton turns to her. They're all like they're around a round pen. Mm-hmm. And John Dutton turns to her and he says, Um, turns out he's a big teddy bear, who knew? And she doesn't speak. She's very upset. And she, like, points away and walks. And so then she goes into the barn where Jamie is, like, shoveling. She she punches him, doesn't she? No, not that scene. not that scene. She goes in there and she sits down and she's watching him. And she makes some comment about him shoveling And says, she goes, as much as it astonishes me, one of these days someone will love you. And she says, I can't remember. And she's like, and I will kill it. Even if it's with my bare hands. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't remember the that part. But it's right after she watches that and gets super upset. But also, if you remember, there's a scene where she walks by like a bedroom door where where John Dutton is reading to Tate and like she watches him for a second and then she goes
0: to her room and starts screaming. I thought... That was, like, a not a jealousy thing, but, like, I was under the impression she had those feelings of, like, why didn't he ever do that with me? Yeah. Why didn't he ever do that with me as Maybe. a child? But the visceral reaction that she has, that, to me, makes sense. Your theory makes sense I to mean, me. I'm, like... I, because, just... I mean, why would she be so unhinged about it? I mean, I mean if that's I mean, just her character being unhinged, well, that's... Well, might be, but... Yeah, and so I mean, do you think
1: definitely a jealousy thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, okay, so, hear me out. With him wanting Casey to get rid of, ta- like, basically have Monica right, go to the right. abortion clinic, yeah. I wonder, just a theory, if Jamie didn't find out that Beth was pregnant and until... tip ...tipped John Dutton off. I don't know. Oh, but that might explain the hatred. That might. Because in that scene... And I wish I had her exact words, but she says, as much as it astonishes me, somebody will love you one of these days. And she said, basically, she's going to try to ruin it. And at the very end, she's like, and I will kill it, even if it's with my bare hands. And I was like, oh my gosh. Man,
0: i yeah.
1: So, and with that being right after that scene of her watching Rip and getting so emotional, I wonder... Yeah. That's my theory.
0: Yeah. That's a good
1: one. Yeah. I was like, oh. Ooh. So I have a few quotes. Okay. Because I forgot. Oh. <laughs> you know my laugh. Uh. I also kind of wonder why John hates Jamie so much. Yeah, I mean everybody kind of hates
0: Jamie. <laughs> it's everybody like, hates Jamie. It's I don't just like Jamie. I know I don't like Jamie either. And like I said, He's poor Wes Bentley. Groveling. He's I just, just don't a like sniveling him. little. He's love. a very good actor.
1: He is. He's so for that character. But Beth actually asked John Dutton about Jamie. She says, "Look me in the eye and tell me that you love him." And he can't. He can't tell her. And this is just because I watched these episodes last night trying to prepare. But John says to Tate, his, he's talking about a horse. And I thought, how accurate in regards to animals. I love this. Mm-hmm. And he says, his life is now in your hands. How you treat him is how his life will go. Mm. And I love that. I love that too. You know. Yeah. I just like, as somebody who rescues animals and stuff. I'm yeah. like, oh, I
0: love that. It's all up to you. It's your responsibility.
1: So, Monica... This, this was a good quote from her and it's talking about the Dutton household or the Dutton home. She said, in reference to everybody who is like fighting them, she says this place isn't a home, it's just a big Alamo. And I'm oh, like yeah. I love
0: that because that's really it's, it's true. And do you think that's foreshadowing? Like at one, at some point they're, they're Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen and they're never gonna have it again like yeah. it was. And Rip
1: also says, he's talking to Beth, and he said, I was built to go through hell.
0: Mm -hmm. I was like, aw.
1: But this is a weird quote. I don't want emails (laughs) about this (laughs) because I have my beliefs, but I loved this quote. I just thought it was an interesting perspective of Beth because you don't really hear this kind of stuff from Beth. Mm -hmm. But she's sitting on the rooftop talking to Rip, and she says... I think heaven's right here. So is hell. One person can be walking the clouds right next to a person enduring eternal damnation. And God is the land. Mm-hmm. I was like, that I, is beautiful. it was just very poetic yeah, to me.
0: It's very poetic.
1: And unlike Beth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved that. I mm-hmm. saw that last night and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to write that down. Yeah. I like it. But yeah. So that's all I have. Yeah, and I like I feel like we've told y'all everything about the show. Told you this show. everything about
0: the show. No, I don't think we've. I don't think we've like we didn't quote word for word like all no. their all their lines and stuff. But you know, if you if you have watched it, I feel like this just kind of gets you hooked deeper. <laughs> yeah, maybe it gives you some different thoughts.
1: On yeah, the whole it definitely show. did
0: for me. Like I I had not thought about those two things that you brought up. And yeah. I'm like, wow. I need to rewatch it. <laughs> I want to know what you guys
1: think. Like, do yeah. you think that there's? What are your thoughts on the whole Jamie Beth feud? Saga, yeah. And also, why there are only three kids in those photos? Are there three kids in the photos. Yeah, I want to know your thoughts. It's killing me. <laughs> so, anyways, season three starts on June twenty-first at nine. Give it a watch. Bye, guys. Bye.